Now, I don't know about you, amen, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to get ready, amen. I'm trying to stay ready because I want to be ready, amen. But you also should be the same way, amen. You should be looking to not only uh, get ready, amen, but we all need to be ready. Hallelujah. So tonight, amen, we're going to take a look at... um, some scriptures, amen, and we're going to do our best, amen, to understand what it is that the Lord is saying to us in these last and evil days, amen, how we should look at them and how we should uh, prepare for them. Tonight, I want to come to you, amen, from uh, Matthew, amen, chapter 24, verses 36 through 39. You can find uh, similar scriptures, amen, Hallelujah. In Luke 24 also. Amen. Um, And I just want to talk to you, encourage you, amen, to be ready. I mean, we can't be getting ready, amen, but we have to be ready, you know, because getting ready means that there's some things that are left undone. And and if you have some things left undone, you're not ready. And so, amen, it's like when you're in school and you take a test and you got a time limit. Amen. And the time limit goes off and you say, oh, you say, oh, 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 I'm not done yet. I got I got one more thing to do. I got one more answer to to to, to try and fill out. Well, time's over. You can't be getting ready. You have to be ready. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you tonight and we're going to uh, go to Matthew chapter 24. Amen. I, I was debating whether or not I want to use 24 or Luke. I probably go back and forth. Amen. That's just how I am sometimes. But amen, we're going to go to Matthew 24, and um, we're going to take a look at the scriptures there and go forward. Amen. And, and let me say this at the offset. Hallelujah. Um, 24, pick it up in verse number 36. Uh, not setting no date and times here. So I don't want anybody watching this. Amen. And thinking that somehow, some way, amen, that Brother Miller is setting uh, dates and times. The devil is a liar. I am not doing that. What I am doing, amen, is hopefully encouraging us, amen, to look at our walk. Hallelujah. To look at our walk and to see are we in the position and in the place that we ought to be. Hallelujah. In order for God to do in us and through us what he intends to do. Amen. And so, therefore, what we're going to do is go through the scriptures, look at the word of God, and talk about where we are in them today. Matthew 24, verses 36. Amen. And if you like, you can leave uh, some comments on our Facebook page where we're broadcasting through tonight and address it. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will it be coming, will it be in the coming of the Son of Man be, my Lord. In other words, amen, they say people just living their lives, just doing what they ordinarily always did, did not, were not taking heed at that time to the preaching and teaching of Noah, amen, hallelujah, they were 
were not in any kind of way trying to get ready. Hallelujah. They were, in other words, amen, they were not trying to be, to live the life that was acceptable to God the Father. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same way today, right? We have a lot of folks today that the last thing, last thing they want to hear is something, hallelujah, about the Lord's return. They could care less. Mm -hmm. But if you're a child of the king, if you truly are now, now let, let, I, I'm really going to take my time tonight. When I, I'm, I'm not going to be before you much longer than I normally do, 30 minutes, maximum 45 minutes. We'll just pick it up next week. But I want to make sure I don't just rush through this and, and give people the misunderstanding or misinterpretation. Amen. And as always, don't take it because I said so. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. Study to show yourself unto God that you understand the scriptures, that you know the scriptures, amen, and that you are seeking, amen, by way of the Holy Spirit, amen, wisdom and understanding, discernment, amen, concerning the things of God. Come on, somebody. Our Lord, uh-huh, taught that we should what? Not be anxious about tomorrow, okay? But understand this, he did not teach that we shouldn't ignore tomorrow. He didn't teach that we shouldn't pay any attention to tomorrow, but he said we should not be anxious about it. Don't get out of work, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? No, no, no. Jesus taught that our view of the future, our view of tomorrow, amen, should be utmost in our thinking, how we conduct and live our lives today. So therefore, as followers of Jesus Christ, what? We should think often about the fact that he is coming soon. It shouldn't be something in the back of our minds, amen. It should be something in the forefront of our mind. Why? Because we need to be living our lives, amen, that are conducive, amen, to a child of God, amen, ready, amen, for his return. Mm -hmm. We should view ourselves, I would say, as stewards, amen. Why? Because we have been entrusted, amen, with time, with money, and with abilities. Why? Amen. These are to be used for the kingdom work. Jesus went on to say this. Amen. He said, after telling his disciples to seek for his kingdom, Jesus did what? He says, Jesus goes on to exhort them to be ready for his return. Because when he comes, he will do what? He's going to judge everyone. So the question again, the question of the night are you ready? The Bible gives us examples, amen, of those that, hallelujah, uh, were not ready. I'm going to put an illustration, amen, from Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. Some of you probably know these verses well, talking about the ten virgins. And the word of God says it like this. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. But when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flask of oil with their lamps. Mm -hmm. As the bridegroom was delayed, uh -huh, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry. 
Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, that is, lit them. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps. They're going out. Verse 11 says, amen. It says, afterward, the uh, other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Because see, they didn't have no oil, so they said, hey, wait on us, we'll be right back. I'm, we, we're going to go get what we need, and then we'll, we're going to come back here, and we're going to uh, meet the bridegroom. Amen. Tell him to wait on us. Verse 12 says, but he answered, truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Come on, somebody. We don't know the day. I don't know the day that the Lord is going to show up. But we can see the signs of the times all around us. We can see, amen, even the unsaved can sense that things have changed in a way that have not been before. Living here in America, amen, I can tell you that there is a definite change in our society, in the atmosphere. Not just in the atmosphere, amen, but we see it on the streets now. We see things happening in this country, amen, that, uh, my goodness, you couldn't have told most of us 10 years ago that this stuff that we're seeing today will be going on. And on the worldwide scene, we're going to talk about some of these things, amen. We can see things that have been happening and that are increasingly happening, that are even going on as we're talking tonight to let us know that the Lord is soon to return. And see, the thing about it, you, you don't have to, we don't need to know the day or the hour. What we need to do is be ready. What we need to do, amen, is ensure that we're not an almost Christian. That is, amen, we, we, we talk like one, we act like one, we dress like we think one ought to dress, amen, and talk like one we think ought to talk and, you know, have the right size Bible on the cross and, and we sing in the choir and we, we, we teach and preach in the pulpit, amen, and, and we show up all the services and we know when they clap our hands, all that stuff. Almost Christian. Look like, sound like, but the inside. Amen. Not the outside. The inside does not line up with the word of God because Jesus Christ is truly not your Lord and your Savior. Amen. These 10 virgins, amen. It says, amen. It, it, I, I, I want to zero in on something. Amen. It says in verse two, it says five of them were foolish and five were wise. Verse three, it says, amen. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. I have said for many, many years, amen, that you can get saved without the Holy Spirit. Amen. You don't have to get filled with the Holy Spirit then get saved. Don't work that way. Mm -hmm. But I have declared for many years, and I think it bears out in Scripture, amen, that you cannot stay saved. Amen. You cannot be the man or the woman of God the Lord has called you to be on your own your self-determination, through your own will. Because if that was possible, then explain to us how it is that Jesus had to go through all he went through in order for us to receive salvation, in order for us to receive, amen, the endowment of the Holy Spirit. If we could have done all that on our own. 
Because the Bible teaches what that through the Holy Spirit, amen, we're going to get wisdom, we're going to get understanding, and we're going to get discernment, amongst other things. Hallelujah. Not manly, worldly understanding, not worldly wisdom, amen, not worldly discernment. The type of discernment we're talking about, amen, comes from on high. Hallelujah. So again, are you ready to meet the Lord? It's a question I believe that every morning when we wake up and as we go through our day, amen, it should be in the forefront of our minds, how we're acting, how we're talking, how we're living, amen. Are we ready to meet the Lord? First Thessalonians, amen, 5, 1 through 11. Talks about, amen, be ready for the Lord's coming. Mm -hmm. Verse five starts out like this. It says, now, brothers and sisters, we do not need to write to you about times and dates. I already told you, I'm not trying to set no time frame. I'm not trying to set no dates. <laughs> I am just a believer in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. One, uh, 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 a man of God, a servant of the Lord. Hallelujah. That has been called and anointed to teach and to preach his word. But I am not a man God. So I'm not telling you a date nor a time. And so the writer, amen, of Thessalonians, amen, hallelujah, First Thessalonians 5, starts out like this. Now, brothers and sisters, we do not need to write to you about times and dates. That's irrelevant to a point. You know very well that the day the Lord comes again will be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like a thief that comes in the night. While people are saying we have peace and we are safe, it says they will be destroyed quickly. Let me stop right there. Some people want, want to ignore scripture and they want to ignore, amen, the return of the Lord. And they say, well, everything is going to be okay. You know, well, you know, it, it, well, it's always been like this. They always had such and such. They've always had killing. They've always had wars. They've always had et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's true. But what we, what you need to look at from a scriptural perspective is the intensity. Amen. The increase. Hallelujah. Pick it back up in First Thessalonians. It says, it is like pains that come quickly to a woman having a baby. This is how the return of the Lord is going to be. He says, those people will not escape. Talking about the scoffers, the non-believers. Amen. But you, brothers and sisters, are not living in darkness. In other words, it's saying you're not living in ignorance. You know the scriptures. And so that day will not surprise you like a thief. You are all people who belong to the light and to the day. We do not belong to the night, we, nor do we belong to darkness. Come on now. Verse six goes on and says, amen. It says, so we should be like, other, we should not be like other people, amen, who are sleeping. But we should be alert and have self-control. Man of God, woman of God, amen, are you alert? Are you paying attention to what's happening around us? Don't get caught up in the political stuff. Don't get caught up in the, you know, people say, well, you know, it's always being like that. And you better blow that stuff off and pay attention. You need to get into your scriptures and understand what, what is going on around us. Amen. I, I say to folks all the time, I say, if you look at the news, 
you know, you scan the news and you will find scripture being fulfilled every day somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. You will find scripture being fulfilled somewhere in the world. Did you know, for example, amen, that right now in Israel, amen, they are now breeding red heifers? Hmm? So, so what? Well, they can't rebuild the temple until they have red heifers, because red heifers are used for the sacrifices. Mm -hmm. So now they, they now understand, having had the red heifers for over 2,000 years. Look it up. Israel reported it themselves. Look it up. But now they got red heifers. So what's that mean? Pretty soon we're going to start hearing about them talking about what? Rebuilding the temple. Where are they going to rebuild it out? The Israelites say they're going to rebuild it on its original foundation. That's going to be a problem. You know why? Because the foundation of where the old temple is just happens to be where the Muslims put a man their foundational thing. Uh-huh. There's going to be a problem on the Temple Mount. But we know it's going to work out. Why? Because we know the temple is going to be rebuilt. I know y'all don't, some of y'all don't even believe that, but got scripture for that too. I don't know if I get to that portion of it tonight, but I got scripture for you. So in other words, amen, in Thessalonians, it says, amen, what? That we need to be ready. Amen. It said we shouldn't be surprised. Amen. Caught, caught off guard. Amen. Because we are not like the world. We shouldn't be walking in ignorance. That is darkness. But we are children of the light. So therefore, amen, we should be aware of what's going on around us. Come on now. So let's think about what's going on. Obviously, Israel is at war right now. Now, the world is doing everything they can <laughs> to get Israel not to, to defend themselves trying to complicate the situation and tie their hands to use a phrase. What do you mean by that? Well, just think about it. And this is just my point of view on it, my thought. They're going to get supplies. They're talking about getting uh, aid into um, the devastated city of Gaza. Amen. That's a good thing. But they want the Israelites, amen, the Jewish nation, Israel, they want them to guarantee that everything's going to be all right and everything's going to get there. But they're in a battle of a war. Hmm. How about, just a thought here, just me thinking off the top of my head, how about they get Hezbollah or they get, you know, uh, Hamas, amen, to uh, guarantee it? Since it's their people. Hmm? You know why? Because they know the Hezbollah, amen, they know that Thomas, what they're going to do, they're going to steal the stuff that people will never see it. They say, well, they can't get out of the city. Well, there's a reason they can't get out of the city. Well, the Jews can't take it. The, the Israel can't take a chance right now on letting anybody leave the city and come their way. But that ain't the only way they can leave. They can go to the other side of the border and go to Jordan. But the Jordanians won't let them in. Now, I wonder why that, why that is. There's a history on that I, I want to uh, probably teach on after I finish these lessons here. Because a lot of people don't know the history of what's going on there. But Egypt won't take them. Jordan won't take them. None of the surrounding nations 
going to take them. But they're but, but aren't they Muslim? Well, of course they are. But they're also terrorists. We're not all the guard. The 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 people in Gaza are terrorists. That probably is true. But they voted them into power. What seven eight years ago? They haven't. They don't rebel against them. They're not. They're not. They're not uprising. No. You know, to throw the terrorists out. So as far as as that's concerned, apparently they support what they're doing. The different teaching all together. But we need to be aware of what's going on around us. Amen. So therefore, amen, we need to know the signs of the times. Amen. We need to understand, amen, that there are things that are going on today that were spoken of by the prophets some time ago. Mm-hmm. The prophets spoke of this. They said, amen, to uh, this is what the sovereign Lord says, amen. I will take the Israelites out of the nations where they have gone, and I will gather them from all around the world and bring them back to their own land. You know when that happened? That's Ezekiel 37, dry bone. Do you know when that happened? 1948. That's when, nation, that's when Israel became a nation again. Signs of the times. Many believe and teach, and I am one of them, amen, that this here, uh, the rebirth of Israel in 1948, amen, was one of the key signs of the return of the Lord. Because none of this can happen until Israel is a nation again. That happened in 1948. Mm-hmm. But it was prophesied in Ezekiel 37. There are so many things that are happening. You know, obviously we can talk about wars and rumors of wars. We, we can talk about all the sickness and illness and disease that seems to be, again, not new, but increasing. Might be new forms of diseases, COVID, for example, that we have never heard of. But it's not just new diseases, but the increase of these things. Amen. Pestilence. Amen. Uh, I've read articles, amen, about how locusts, similar like in biblical times, are sweeping across of parts of the earth, amen, and de devouring everything in their path. And they don't report that kind of stuff on the news. Straight up. You, you, have, you have to look up these type of things to find it. You know? But there are signs, amen, all around us that the pending return of the Lord is coming. And again, the question is, are you ready? Now think about it. Only this generation, this this generation, amen, that we're living in right now, amen, has seen, amen, w w let me, let me, the folks that were living in 1948 at the birth of Israel going forward, that generation right there, they're the ones to see the rebirth. I was born in 1959, so I wasn't there in 1948, but I am now alive to see the rebirth of Israel. Uh-huh. But according to the biblical signs, amen, of course, you've heard me say it now. I'll turn to some scripture here in a minute for you. Amen. Uh, that we're going to see an increase in violence worldwide, as in the days of Noah. Uh, increased apostasy, amen. Increased occults, amen. False religions and false prophets, amen. Increased natural disasters, amen. Earthquakes and volcanoes and all kinds of things. Tsunamis and onward and so forth. Etc., etc., etc. According to the polls, amen, even non believers can sense something has shifted. Something 
has changed. Let us turn, amen. Let me get right here. Some of my most. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Some of the most recognizable scripture in the Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. First, we're going to turn to 1 Timothy. Amen. Hallelujah. Chapter number four. Verse one. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, that is the, where we're living today, some will depart from the faith. Now we see that happening in great numbers. Amen. We see uh, established uh, churches. Amen. Established uh, denominations that for many, 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 many years have taught true doctrine of the Bible. Amen. Salvation only through Jesus Christ and the rejection of sinfulness and all its forms. But now we see some of those very same uh, denominations, some of those very same entities today, what? Ordaining homosexuals and lesbians and uh, bringing in, you know, transvestites and letting them continue to live their lifestyle and put them in the pulpit. That line up with scripture. First Timothy chapter four. Now the spirit expressly says that in latter times, some would depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. I would say that's what we're seeing today. It goes on and says, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with the hot iron, having their own conscience seared. In other words, it is as if they have totally forgotten, thus saith the word of God, thus saith the Bible, forgotten what our foundational uh, uh, faith doctrine has been concerning these things. We're just going to reject that and we're just going to throw it aside. Amen. Hallelujah, verse 3, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Hallelujah. Now let's go over to, amen, 2 Timothy, just to emphasize the point. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 3. The question again, are you ready? But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. But men will be lovers of themselves, hallelujah, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. That's verse number two. We see all of that right now. No if and or buts about it. It's like an avalanche that's rolling over our society. Amen. And then we enshrine many of these things by simply what? Not enforcing the laws that are on the books that would stand against some of these things. Hallelujah. Verse three says, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. Where in the world, where in the world has it gotten to the point that those that are trying to do the right thing, do, do the good thing, amen, are despised upon, looked upon, because it doesn't fit the narrative of the day. It doesn't line up with this ungodliness around them. Hallelujah. Verse amen number four says, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. I'm going to just stop right there. We can go on and go on and go on. No, no, I got to read verse five. Sorry. Having a form of godliness, but denying his power, the almost Christian. 
the wannabe Christian. Mm -hmm. Verse 5 ends like this, and from such people turn away. Oh, we're not living in those days. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Hallelujah. Do you not understand that Jesus Christ is, I believe, is standing, amen, on, on, on the realm of the universe, amen, waiting for the Father to give him the go ahead. Hallelujah. And so we need to not be trying to get ready, but we need to be ready because all these things I have read to you and all the things that you can point to on your own about our society, the world in general, are coming to pass right now. Hallelujah. So, amen, we have to be ready. We have to be ready. We have to be ready for the Lord's return. Hallelujah. Jesus uses four word pictures, amen, hallelujah, to emphasize the point. Be ready for his return. Hallelujah. Amen. Be dressed in readiness literally means this. Hallelujah. Let your loins be girded. Let your loins be girded. Where we heard that before. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus always taught in parables and he also taught in, a la in language, amen, that the people that were around him could understand. And so he says, uh, it says, amen, in uh, uh, Matthew uh, 12 and 35, or if you're looking at Luke, amen, it says, hallelujah, let your loins be girded. Why? In that day, everyone wore, wore what? They wore long robes, um, which were a hindrance if you were trying to run or get some work done, you know. So if you needed to move quickly, what did you do? You pulled up your robe and that little waistband you had on, you tucked the robe in there right, so you could run without any hindrance. Hallelujah. And so the Lord says, then likewise, preparing, being ready for his return, he says, let our loins be girded. Hallelujah. If a person planned to run or work, he would have to tuck his robe in, as I said, amen, into his sash around his waist. And so in other words, amen, the, 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 the scriptures tell us that we need to be in a perpetual, constant, you know, every day, every minute, every hour point of readiness, amen, ready for action, amen, ready for his return. Hallelujah. One of the second things that the Lord says, amen, through, his, through, through, through the word, amen, the illustration was what? He says, keep your lamps lit. Keep them alight. Mm -hmm. Talking about being ready now. He says, why did he say it like that? Because that comes from when there was no electricity, there was no street lights, there was no, 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 no electric lights, no, nothing like that, right? Hallelujah. And so if you were expecting... Uh, in those days, if you were expecting a visitor to come, you would light your lamp and put it in, uh, in the window so that you could be ready to see who was coming. Mm -hmm. Again, what's the ideal? Be ready for the master's coming. Hallelujah. The third illustration, the third picture, amen, is the Lord talks about being ready, amen. He says, amen, talks about servants who are waiting for their master's return. Uh-huh. Now, in this case, coming from a wedding feast. It says such feasts in those days, they didn't last like a day or two. Many times they last for as long as a week. And the servants needed to be ready for when they heard that the master was coming, when, 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 when the, the master was getting ready to arrive, amen, so that they could be prepared to serve him. The master could not come. The master could, excuse me, come what? He could come in the middle of the night when you least expected him. So what? Again, we must be ready. 
because we don't know when the Lord's going to come. The fourth illustration, amen, hallelujah, is of a thief breaking into a house in the middle of the night. Mm. If the owner had known when the thief was coming, he would not have allowed his house to be broken into. He would have been ready and waiting. Hallelujah. Again, the Lord continually through these illustrations, amen, trying to let us know whatever circumstance, whatever situation you're in, you need to be, I need to be ready when the Lord comes. Hallelujah. We can't be getting ready. Hallelujah. We need to be ready. So what does being ready look like? Well, I only got a few minutes left, so I'm going to just hit this briefly. What does ready look like? Well, we can start and go to John. Kind of start there. What does ready look like? Ready looks like this. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. Hallelujah. So what does being ready look like? You got to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. But God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Come on now. So that's the first step. Amen. And being ready. First of all, you got to get saved. Well, isn't everybody a child of God? Mm -hmm. Everybody's a child of God, but everybody not saved. That's why Jesus came. He says, what? Amen. Again, I read it to you again for verse 17, John 3 and 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him that it might be saved. <laughs> Glory. I'm so grateful to the Lord. Hallelujah. So first of all, we got to get saved. We got to give Jesus Christ, give our lives over to Jesus Christ, submit to him. Amen. Walk in obedience. Amen. Oh man, nobody's perfect. I didn't say be perfect. I said walk in obedience. And so when we do make mistakes and we're going to make mistakes, we're going to falter. We're going to fall. We're, gonna, we're not going to live perfectly. But when we do, what do we do? Amen. The Bible says repent. Repent of the sin and then don't do it again. Do 180 from that sin and don't go back to doing it again. How many times I didn't repent? As many times as you need. Excuse me. As many times as you need to. We don't know when the Lord's going to come, but we need to be ready. The Apostle Peter says in 2 Peter 3, 3-13, he talks about, amen, Foolish scoffers, foolish people. Man, all the Lord ain't coming. It's been 2,000 years since all that stuff went down. Man, that Bible, it don't mean, uh, that, 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 some of that stuff sounds sound like fairy tales. It, it ain't going to happen. Well, all I can tell you, amen, just like in Peter's time when they were scoffing at the word, hallelujah, they're doing it today. And they said, well, you, you know, well, how, how long is it going to take? I don't know how long it's going to take. How long, however long the Lord is determined. But there's a purpose in that. One day, two days, a thousand years, two thousand, three years, I do not know. But understand this. A day is a thousand years, and a thousand years are a day to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I believe he has delayed his judgment, he has delayed his coming, 
Amen. Why? Because God is loving. He's patient. Amen. He's forgiving. He's righteous. Amen. And he's given each and every one of us on time and time and time and time again to repent and get it right with him. Are you ready? I'm going to close this tonight with this. Go back to 2 Peter 3, 10 through 12. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief in which the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat. And the earth and its works will be burned up. See all these things that we see, observe around us. Amen. Since they're going to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought we be? We should be holy in our conduct. We should be godly in our actions and thoughts and manners. Looking for and, and hasting, amen, the coming of the day of the Lord. If we are, our mindset is like that, and if we have any regard for the word of God, for Jesus' words, you, I, we must be concerned with the question, how can I, how can you be ready for his coming? Again, the question tonight, are you ready? Amen. We're going to pick this back up uh, on our next broadcast. Hallelujah. Are you ready? We're going to talk about, amen, uh, the things that we need to do to be ready. Amen. And I already told you, step one. Step one is what? Amen. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. If that's you tonight and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to be ready, take the first step. Say this prayer with me, Lord Jesus. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior tonight. I ask forgiveness for my sins. Amen. For my disobedience, for all those things I said, I done. Amen. Hallelujah. That we're not right. Father, I ask that you would pour out the blood of Christ to cover my sins. That you no longer see the simple person that I was. That I can become that new creature in Christ you have called me to be. I believe that Jesus Christ is and was the Son of God that died on the cross willingly for my salvation, laid in a grave and rose on the third day, and is right now at the right hand of the Father, pleading my case. I receive you, Lord Jesus. He is my Lord and my Savior. Help me to become the man of God, the woman of God you call me to be. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, send us a text, amen. Send us a comment on our website, amen, or even on our Facebook broadcast page here. Let us know. And if you need to, some help in finding the church, wherever you are, give us your location and we will assist you as best we can find a real Bible-believing church, be a real Bible-believing ministry, amen, 
in your location. They help you to grow into the man or woman of God the Lord has called you to be. Amen. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast tonight. Amen. I hope it got you thinking. I hope it has you um, preparing yourself if you're not already. Amen. Uh, who you are supposed to be in Christ Jesus. But that all of us, amen, are constantly in a perpetual state of being ready. Again, I am your host tonight, Bishop C.S. Miller. This is Elisha Ministries. Amen. This is our WRGO broadcast. What's really going on? What's really going on is that it's time for us to be ready for the return of the Lord. Lord willing, if we're here, amen, later in the week, because again, don't know what's going to happen, but it is our desire to be here with you. It's a pleasure to have been with you tonight. Reach out to us. God bless you. And may the Lord keep you. Until next time. Amen.